Don't make me close one more door. I don't want to hurt anymore. Cher, I've got bad news. I know. I'm no Whitney. Nope. That wasn't it. Okay. You're you're Whitney-like. That was pretty good. Uh, it was. So you're going to have a little more hurt this episode. I am? Yeah. How much hurt? Well, it's about infectious disease, so viral infection and going viral. Mm. What it means. You're listening to Dumb It Down with Cher and Buffy. Not Buffy. Not Buffy. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to say my name, but for it, you're supposed to say my name, right? Oh, no, it doesn't matter. It can be either or. We're still learning things. This is new to us yeah, as we well. Just, like, sometimes it just go with the flow. Be rogue. Be renegade. Yeah. Do your thing. Do you. Do you. Do you, Buffy, not Buffy. Cher and I had a conversation before we started recording about the phrase, do you, and whether or not it's offensive. Or not offensive as much as not meant sincerely. And my I, my stance is that do you is never meant like, get it, girl. It's like, okay, be selfish. Do your own thing. I don't, I disagree completely. I think do you is totally, I say, hey, you do you. Nobody else knows you like you know you. Do your thing. Don't let anybody get in your way and stop you. Do your thing. You got this. Do your thing. You better get up, get out, and get something. I will do all three of those. Mm-hmm. Get up, get out. Yep. I will do mm-hmm. them it's a right song. after this. It's a different not Whitney song. Oh. Maybe that was my... Yeah. Do you. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I want. Good. That's what I thought you'd say. See? And this is why we can't have constructive conversations <laughs> about differing opinions. I only say it like that because I know that's how you take it. But you shouldn't, like, expose your weaknesses, honestly. But I don't actually ever mean it that way when I say, do you? I'm like, you. I'm, I just mean, like, you got this. You know what you need. You got this. Do you? Well, I don't hear it that way. Well, I can't tell you how to hear it. You do you. Okay? This isn't helping. <laughs> All right. Today we're going to talk about viral infection slash viral marketing and how it relates to viral marketing and, well, just kind of comparing the two. And what we've done in the past is to start talking about a marketing concept and then compare it to another concept. So, but this time what I want to do is first start off with uh, where viral marketing started. So where's the term even come from? Because I think we've been bombarded with it for a little while. Going viral, viral marketing, viral video. Yeah. So I would imagine that going viral was probably, I wonder I don't know. We'd have to look this up and see in... I did look it up. Oh, really? More than just in the bathroom. Yeah, not just... (laughs) Not just, but... Do you, I don't know, is there a number of people who need to be exposed in diseases that need to have been exposed before they're considered, it's considered viral? I think for the terminology, it is different between marketing and a disease or an And infection. the CDC. Right. Because <laughs> I think that, so their standards are more uh, boundary-based. So if a, like, if it's this small an area, you know, if it's a small town in nowheresville mississippi that's not a big deal that's a localized infection if it then spreads to other areas and then also given the speed of which it spreads and the Mm -hmm. people and people are infected by it that determines the virility virality no that's not what that's not a word that might Uh, be i don't know i like it virality that's it okay virality of it of the infection so and i think probably 
I, I would guess that marketing has a, a different set of metrics to decide how viral something is or if it did or did not go viral. But I don't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that it doesn't have to just be, I think in a disease situation, it doesn't have to just be location as much as it's from an origin to a spreader. Like you'd ha- there has to be a zero, a patient zero. Mm-hmm. And through those connections, it spread. You know what I mean? Like, it, so I think it could actually be even like cross continental, continental, and such. But I wonder if there's like a number of quality. I wonder if there's a number that you have to reach before it's considered that, or is it a percentage that it has to reach before it's considered that? I want to say the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic. Uh huh might be number based and point of origin spread spread yeah based um why don't you look it up i'm gonna i'm looking it up now but i'm too busy talking to you in the meantime i'll tell you a few of the origin stories i was able to find on the internet the latest of which was so this is for viral marketing and using the term was from 1989 and it was about macintosh computers i feel like this one has the most potential Mm -hmm. all of the ones that i've read Mm -hmm. uh so when they first hit the market to everyday people such as ourselves people said that they were spreading like like they had a couple people buy them and then everyone wanted one spreading like a virus yes uh, in 1994, and Sony is super proud of this, uh, based on the fact that they themselves responded to the article that I was reading, that when they were releasing the PlayStation, their audience, their demographic, did not like it when things were pushed on them. So mm-hmm. consider like the younger demographic, probably more mm-hmm. teenage, maybe even younger than that, preteen, teenage into early 20s was their demographic. They didn't want stuff pushed on them. So they were trying to figure out a way to get the word out about it without being like, buy it, buy it, buy it. So what they did is a stealth campaign, which I don't know if this would ever work in our industry, mostly given the fact that we're not doing products as much as we're doing places and people watch it be built. So if even if it was brand new, you're watching it go up. But the stealth campaign consisted of finding influencers in 1994, which makes me want to call bullshit, but I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. So I actually, the influencer thing, I would imagine at that point in time was was well, there might have been some underground uh, chat scenarios that people could do like on DOS and stuff like that, because I think that's even pre like Windows and stuff coming out. But um, it's very Reddit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like red baby Reddit. Yeah. But I would bet that influencers would be people like celebrity endorsements. You know, celebrities who did endorsements could be an influ- influencer. Like, especially like I think of MTV and all of the things they did. MTV was one of them. You're right. Uh, I yep. can see how MTV, anybody, it, whether they were a host on MTV or, or if they're just like playing it in the background. Yeah. MTV had a strong influence on people. I was there. So I could see that. I had to run home and try and watch. What was that? I want to say it was IRL, but that's not it. It was T- TRL. TRL. And then my mom said I couldn't anymore oh. because she thought it was too much. She thought it was a viral scenario. I was going to get a virus. You were going to get an MTD. <laughs> That was good. The musically That's very good. Um, I had to think about it for a second. You were gonna get a musically transmitted transmitted disease called lyricosis. Lyricosis. My daughter's dying. <laughs> She's got lyricosis. She's not gonna make it. I'm Everything that comes out of her mouth is profanity. <laughs> <laughs> She's so sick. 
sexual now. And she keeps dancing in front of the TV in a gyrating fashion. In a tube top. In a tube. She's doing a thing called the wash machine. I don't even know what that is. It's not the regular wash machine. I know that. I would do it for you, but you pinned me in. I don't know why, knowing I might break out and dance any second. never going to go anywhere. So, according to the definitions of of viral as an adjective, number one is of the nature of, caused by, or relating to a virus or viruses. Those are my favorite definitions. That use the same word that you're trying to get to find. Yeah, that tell you nothing. Not a dang thing. They just say, look for a different version of this word. And then remember the word relating to. And then the second definition is relating to or involving an image, video, piece of information, etc. that is circulating circulated rapidly and widely from one internet user to another a viral video ad do they have a third definition i think it's interesting that that's the number two so there is a third definition that is a noun so that's the adjective going by right is that how they usually organize definitions adjective then noun yeah Okay. They may actually do it to where they do whatever's more prominent. I don't know. In this instance, they did organize it that way. And the noun is an image, video, advertisement, etc. that is circulated rapidly on the internet. So very similar to the adjective. But an example for that is the rise of virals in online marketing. So that do they have anything about disease? They didn't say anything about it, but I'm looking at more. Did you go going viral or just viral? I just did viral. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, this other definition just does the same thing about the virus. Virus, virus, virus. It's a virus, it's a virus. Check out the word virus. Um, And quickly and widely spread or popularized, especially by means of social media. All right, this is ridiculous, Internet. But it does send me to a link of viral infection. So let's see what that one means and maybe we'll find out. A viral disease occurs when an organism's body is invaded by a pathogenic virus, an infectious virus particles attached to and enter susceptible cells. So I guess it is not have a numeric qualify for it. So I'm going to cite some sources that you guys, if you're interested in diseaseology epidemic, then uh, a podcast that I would highly recommend is this podcast will kill you with Aaron and Aaron. They're both girls named Aaron mm-hmm. and they are diseaseologists. They're both in school. I want to say that, isn't that epidemiology? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they did dumb down that phrase for us common folk. Also, you should listen to the Black Plague. It's oh my goodness. terrifying. Everything disease oriented, that if it just changes a little bit, has the potential to wipe us out. I read the book, The Hot Zone. Have you ever read that? Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. It has to be like in the weirdest way. It's like the scariest book I've ever read. And you know What me, is it about? I love thrillers and I love yeah. mysteries and stuff like that. There's not much that scares me, but the hot zone is about basically it's about a, it's a true story Ugh. that goes into a time that we thought we had a virus that was spread through the air. But the first couple chapters of this book, The Hot Zone, go into all these viruses mm-hmm. that are well known and how they spread and the contagion talks about what they do in the body because it wants you to understand what the their, transfer the virus, and the, route and, the yeah. virus that they ended up finding, yeah. what it's doing. So read the book Hot Zone, mm-hmm. correct? Because it will terrify you. Mm-hmm. And then the other resource or podcast I've been listening to is Sawbones. And uh, you didn't even tell me about that one. I have told you about that one because I think it's so funny because Sydney is... You never told me about anything called Sawbones. I've listened to Sawbones. It's a medical, it's a marital medical podcast because it's a married couple. 
Okay. And Sid is the doctor. That's the wife. And then Justin is the husband and he don't know nothing. It's like dumb it down, but just medical stuff. And you're Sid. No. And I'm Justin. Justin's a funny one. Okay. He also does my brother, my brother and me. That might be, that might be me. I'm good with that. So epidemic, the definition, a widespread occurrence of an infectious disease in a community at a particular time. Adjective of the nature of an epidemic. Horrible. The dumbest thing ever is the definition. Put your phone on the table and make it. Mine doesn't. It did. I heard it. It doesn't even vibrate. No, I I meant you just placing it on the table made a big old racket. Taking it off probably doesn't matter. You do you. Now I know why you're offended by that. Because <laughs> of the face that goes with it. <laughs> so Sawbones, this podcast will kill you, and Hot Zone. And Hot Zone, the book. The book. If you're interested in learning more about disease in general. Please go on to our uh, Instagram and tell us any other books that you know of that are, or podcasts that you know of that are like crazy cool about basically things going viral. Share. Yes, Buffy. Not Buffy. Are there any parts of viral videos or viral content, viral marketing that you're curious about so then we can kind of launch this conversation. Yeah, I think that probably some of the things I would want to know about viral marketing is number one, which social media platform is the easiest to get it to go viral? I think it's fair to say that the one with the most amount of users is going to have the most potential to go viral. Mm -hmm. If somebody got the flu on Facebook versus if somebody got the flu on Snapchat, Mm -hmm. if your public posts you're posting are public, then you're going to have a a larger reach. Think of it as a sick person. Mm -hmm. So I have the flu. I hope you don't. And then I went to a parade. That's rude. Versus I have the flu and I went to Foodland. That's also rude. If that's a public post, your ability or your reach to other people is much, much different. And Facebook's reach is so much. There's like a billion plus people mm-hmm. on Facebook today, whereas the other sites have a smaller user. Yeah. So do you care if I follow up for questions on this? No, no, no. I don't know if you have the answers on this. I know I don't. Let's just so go that's for why it. I'm going to ask you. I know. You I'll guess. Like you know, I'm not afraid okay. of that. All right. Good. I, I think it might also be helpful to understand that any viral video or post or visual content, social media wise, is going to be public. Otherwise, the possibility of it going viral or the potential in the virility is not, it's not there. We, yeah. So if it's a, if it's a private share, it doesn't have an opportunity to, to spread. Right. So for a virus, step one is getting the virus. Step two would be sharing it. And that's what makes it ultimately spread. But the effectiveness. So I think maybe that's where the content comes in, like you were Mm -hmm. saying. So making sure that it's something that people want to see and engage with. And that probably, again, is where influencers come in, in the Mm -hmm. social media world of this or side of Mm -hmm. this, because influencers have that large influence over people that they've never met, don't know, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And then those people, if that content is you know, speaks to them in any way, shape or form. We'll share, repost, whatever it may be given the platform. Yeah. So an influencer is like a popular person at an airport. Right. Or at a concert. Coughing it up. Yeah. In their own little bubble, in their mm-hmm. own little world. Yep. Okay. So I get that. I can understand that. That makes sense. But well, and with a virus, I will say also that the mode of which it transmits person to person is important. Making sure that your next person that was infected by it or reposted it also does it the right way. So if they they need to also share it publicly, most infections have a 
a set time in which they will continue to be um, infectious. So if you, it, that starts to die out and the people and the exposure starts to die out because less people are sharing or liking or commenting and it's so then it is showing up in less people's feeds, then yeah. that's when the die out starts. I think that's kind of like one of my like my good jokes, which most people would challenge that we're good in that. But my good jokes, I have to, they will peak and then I have to wait a while to reintroduce them to a new market. I'm so thrilled when there's new people for me to share my jokes with. I'm so upset when the old people who already know them tell the punchline. You are how disease spreads. I am. I am. But with humor. And persistence. Never give up. I am like a disease. I'll continue to morph. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes, takes baby. I'm going to survive. I'm a survivor. I'm going to make it. I'm a disease that's stronger. I'm going to work harder. <laughs> That was beautiful. Thank you. That was so beautiful. I think the only other question that we haven't really covered, and I think it's just hard to tell, is how do we do it? Is let's make a post that'll go viral. Like mm. that is one of my least favorite things to hear people say because you can't determine it in advance. We never know when a spillover effect is going to happen to actually have a virus become a infectable to humans. And then uh, I don't know. I think that there's definitely like assuming everybody does the components you were just talking about, making yes. it public, having the appropriate audiences um, engaged in being able to see it. I think it's fairly easy to tell that if you make something that's good, you know, I know when something is something that makes me want to share it. Yeah. I feel like the world needs to see something. Only certain times when I feel like the world needs to see something. And... I think that it's easy to, you can kind of tell. So maybe that is someone's own personal definition of if something went viral then. But I think on a mass scale, like if we had one set definition of this is what it is when something, you have to hit this threshold before uh -huh. it's considered viral, then maybe. But as a personal virility, I don't know that, I don't know that it's gauged that way. I can make the concept go viral if I get it in the most simple form to share it. I think that that's where before, whenever we said the content, so what the mm -hmm. what you're actually putting in the universe out there for it to go viral on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn mm -hmm. or whatever other source you're using. I think that's the hard part to determine because we never know at any moment what people are going to pick up on. Yeah. And that that goes hand in hand with viral infections because there's typically a spillover effect. And that was something also that the origins uh, reference that I was reading before mm -hmm. mentioned was the tipping point, mm -hmm. the book by Malcolm something, 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 mm -hmm. um, which is a book I remember reading a while ago. I listened to it on tape. I didn't read it. Uh, but think about it like an infection or like mm -hmm. a virus yeah. that just spreads and spreads and spreads, but it's because all of these pieced, pieces have happened, but in a viral infection situation, it's called the spillover effect. Mm -hmm. So it's the moment things changed. Mm -hmm. So uh, like with the Black Plague, it was the fleas were actually biting diseased rats. Yes. And they would get these little, the infection inside their little flea bodies. And what it would do is it would clog up their esophagus to the point that they could no longer swallow. Mm -hmm. So they would jump because they start to starve. They were hungry. Mm -hmm. So they jump to another source of food, another rat, 
and bite, bite, and in ta- trying to take a bite, they would regurgitate what was in their throat, yep. reinfecting the source, mm-hmm. so whether it was a rat or a person. So the right. people is how the Black Plague started. Mm-hmm. But that event, that one event, is what started the plague. And then mm-hmm. the fact that it transferred from or to all over has a lot to do with its carrier. So it's the vehicle of which it was transferred on mice. Those fleas were transferred on mice and they were the ships. Viral infection has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. And it before, you know, they, it would happen in pockets of places. Right, because we weren't transcontinental travelers. Exactly. Yeah. So we we're didn't have close the agriculture. To, so we're going to bring it to the moon any second. Yeah. Yeah. So think about your content going to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> agriculture also had a big part in it because when you have lots of grain in one place, when you do mass mm-hmm. farming in these big fields and then you harvest the crop and then you bring it to where we're going to store you it. have weevils. Yeah. Yes. Then you're going to get mice and those mice have fleas and those fleas are around people and they're just in the grain in general. Mm-hmm. So you have your ability to reach the no- most amount of people is huge mm-hmm. compared to what it could have been, which was you as a flea on a mouse mm-hmm. in a barn, which and at which point you have no threat because your account's super private and you have stalker blockers up. So you're not biting people. You get no bites. Yeah. Let me tell you something that is interesting. My son only posts on Facebook to mm-hmm. give me a message. <laughs> so let me know when That's he's happy or unhappy with me. And That's a lot the of, only time there's a post. <laughs> a lot of the younger demographic got off Facebook because... Because they were annoyed by us parents being on Because we were there. And we're like, hey, your mom's here. Hey, that's so cute. Here's a my picture. Son, adorable Here's tag. Here's a picture of Isaac when he was like four picking his nose. <laughs> Isn't he adorable? Yeah, he used to say, they're so salty. <laughs> <laughs> or just making horribly embarrassing comments yeah moms moms we just don't have a good limit but you know what it's because they get 18 and they torture us a little bit so it's just what you do yeah no i think it's sweet sweet revenge it, it, it was salty revenge right gross gross revenge mm-hmm. another good way to spread viruses picking your nose yes because <laughs> of the bacteria so also a, w- a good way to build up immunity is just fyi it is when you don't young. rely on it it is when you're young because you're eating them after you're picking your <laughs> she's gonna puke folks she's gonna throw up in her glass antibacterials are actually hurting us in things going viral we actually antibacterials that. kill good viruses good bacteria that I'm actually aware. fight bite- viruses why do you think i never wash my hands <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I had just blocked that. Now I'm remembering you touched my cup. Yeah, I did. I know. When you weren't looking, I gave it a good smooch. Well, your lips are not what I'm worried about. It's your hands. I'm not washing the knees either. I'm a, little, I'm a little worried about those. <laughs> Thank you, Cher. Thank you, Buffy, not Buffy. You're a dream. You're in the night. I'm trying to think of what I could call you. You're a... All that keeps coming to my mind is dream. That's so not creative. Hold on. I'm going to come up with something. Oh, do you just keep thinking? You do you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>